You can't just throw money at ads and expect to make a profit. Join me and advertising expert Monica Louie for a conversation that will shed some much needed truth to Facebook and Instagram advertising strategies. In this episode, you'll learn why ads are not the solution to your problem, how ads are just one piece of the marketing puzzle, how to create a path to profit, why you need to think of your ad strategy as a long-term game versus a short-term game, three key elements to have success with a Facebook ad campaign, the three main types of audiences for Facebook and Instagram ads, and why you need to tweak and test all of your ads. Monica Louie uses her expertise in Facebook and Instagram ads to help entrepreneurs skyrocket their profitability. After discovering the wonders of paid advertising and seeing amazing results herself, she's built a thriving agency for major brands and solopreneurs alike. Monica's agency, Team Flourish, focuses on helping people who help people, and they create ad strategies that always put the audience first so their clients can reach the right people quickly without burning their ad dollars. The Team Flourish mission is simple. They're here to raise the bar when it comes to ads management and strategies. Look, if you are ready to create campaigns that convert, I highly, highly recommend that you sign up for Monica's step-by-step course, Flourish with Facebook Ads. This course is built for leaders like you who want to amplify your success and scalability with simple Facebook ad strategies that work. Sign up today at www.rubyframon.com forward slash flourish. And if you're not quite ready for the course, but you're seeking a kickstart to help you right now, download, download, sorry, download Monica's Facebook ad starter kit for free at www.monicalouie.com forward slash Ruby. Those links and more can be found in the show notes. Now, before we go any further, please take a moment to pause and download a few episodes, and drop a rating and review. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast, for tuning in, and I would really appreciate your support in getting this podcast to more people. So drop a rating and review today, and be sure to download a few episodes. Now, it is time to simplify Facebook and Instagram ads with Monica Louie. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, I am back with a very special guest to talk about something that we have yet to talk about on this podcast. And I know it's crazy. We're like 180 something or maybe 170 something episodes in and I have yet to talk about this. So Monica Louie, welcome to today's thought leader. And we will be talking about 
Facebook and Instagram ads. <laughs> yes. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm super excited. So let me talk first about how Monica and I met. So I met Monica at um, my incredible book coach, Azul's Mastermind, which I was invited to in San Diego, um, I would say like a month and a half, two months ago now. And funny enough, Monica also knows Kevin, my husband, because her and Kevin are in Pat Flynn's Mastermind together. So we just had to connect and we just had to make this happen. And I have a feeling that this is going to be the beginning of a good friendship. Hey, I would love that. <laughs> so it's funny that I, it's so interesting. I have, when I met you and I saw that you did Facebook ads and I reached out afterwards, I did tell you, like, I've never had someone talk about this. And I was thinking about, well, how can I have never had someone talk about ads on my podcast. And then I realized it's because I don't like a lot of ad people. <laughs> let, let me just be honest. But there was something that was really authentic and cool about you when we first met. And I really loved what you shared at that mastermind um, because it felt like it was coming from a good place. Um, but in realizing that about myself, I realized that there's a lot of people who probably feel the same way about advertisers and marketers. <laughs> Have you ever run into that? Well, you know, that's something that I kind of, um, I kind of try and separate myself from like some of those people that say like, you know, ads are the golden ticket and all you need mm -hmm. to do is figure out the Facebook ad and like the Facebook ad did X, Y, Z. And I, I mean, I love Facebook and Instagram ads. That's why I built my entire business around it. Right. But I also know it's a piece of the marketing puzzle. And that's where I think a lot of people get kind of derailed as they rely so much on the ad has to, you know, be the, the solution to my problems that they are missing the other pieces that really need to be corrected in order to get the results that you're looking for. But um, I mean, where I come from with ads is that as I said, it's a piece of the puzzle. So it's a marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people fall down because they just give up too quickly. Right. And you know, whether it's podcasting or YouTube or you know, whatever your marketing promotion strategy is, ads is just like that. And you know, like, I mean, you said 180 something episodes, like that's fantastic, mm -hmm. but you didn't give up after, you know, your first 10 episodes that maybe you weren't getting the downloads or the results from, or the sales, you know, right. from initially you kept going. And so ads are the same way. Like when I look at my most successful clients and students, the ones that stick with it and figure out how to make it work for them those are the ones that have tremendous success. So I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like that's why, I, like my messaging, I try and separate myself a little bit and just be, you know, help educate people from where they really need to come from uh, with having the right mindset when they start with ads. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned um, people viewing ads as the golden ticket because I think that's the one of the biggest myths out there. Is like, well, if I stick an ad on this then I'll get all the sales or I'll get all the enrollments or this will do really, really well. And yet that's not the truth. And case in point, I've done that. <laughs> and I've experienced that myself where I used to think, okay, well, maybe if I put an ad on this, it'll work. Or maybe if I boosted this, it would work. Back in the days when I used to boost everything. And I realized that, no, this isn't working. Uh, and there's so many other pieces that go to this. And I'd love to dive into those other pieces of the puzzle just to help our, our listeners understand 
everything that is part of this like ad strategy. Because like you said, it's not just the advertising. It's all these other pieces to the puzzle. So what are those pieces? Yeah. Well, it depends on what your goal is with your ad. So we do a lot of different things with our clients. And so some of our clients are bloggers where Mm -hmm. like that is their business model to make money from their blog posts. They have monetized blog posts. And so we drive traffic low cost, high quality traffic from Facebook ads mm-hmm. to their monetized blog posts. And then usually those are monetized via, you know, ad display ads on their site and then um, affiliate marketing, affiliate links um, in the content mm-hmm. where if it makes sense and they're promoting a product or a service that the reader could be interested in. So that's how they make money. So that's one strategy. Right. Um, Uh, A strategy that a lot of people use ads for as well that we do with a lot of our other clients is driving leads into a sales funnel. Mm -hmm. So this is where people can kind of get derailed where they think like, you know, I just need to throw ad money at this and promote, like get my offer out there Mm -hmm. and they don't have the pieces of a working sales funnel in order, or they need to tweak something in their funnel maybe, and it could just be a simple change, but you know, if we're seeing that we're driving leads into the funnel, but the sales aren't coming out the back end, right. then that tells us there's an issue with the funnel, not necessarily the ad. It definitely could be, I will say, it could be that we're not targeting the right people or our ad has maybe mixed messaging from what the end offer really is. So there are those pieces to look at, um, but you need to have know that your path to profit, whatever that is, mm-hmm. actually works um, in order to have success with Facebook ads. And so that's something where you can use Facebook ads in one of two ways. You can either test use it to test a path of profit. So maybe you've created a new funnel, but you don't have the organic traffic to really test to see if it works. So that's where you can put some paid advertising into it to Mm -hmm. see, okay, let's get some people in this funnel, see how well it converts. Let's see where people are dropping off and see where we need to make some tweaks. Um, Or if you know you've got a working funnel, it's already working well organically, that's Mm -hmm. where you can really scale it up with Facebook ads. Mm, Yeah. And it's, I think that's where people get confused is understanding the different ways in which we can use ads to our advantage, right? Like you said, we can use them to test things, which is an amazing way to use ads, I think. And also use it to drive traffic, use it to bring people into a funnel. And if you're seeing, uh, and this is something I learned, if you're seeing people actually getting into the funnel, but then somewhere along the line in the funnel, they're not buying at the end of it, then there's a problem with the funnel and not the ad. Um, it's kind of like, I look at ads as an an opportunity to also be able to own my shit in terms of what I'm putting out there, because if it's not a solid offer or if I'm not clear on what it is, or if it's something my audience clearly doesn't even want, then no ad is going to work. So true. (laughs) And, and so it's really important for people to understand that it's not just about putting marketing dollars towards what you're doing. There's so much that you have to do prior to setting up the ad to make sure that what you're selling, if you're selling something is ready to sell or is an aligned fit. Um, And so what are some of the things that you think are the best practices for people to do prior to putting ad dollars in? 
Yeah. So, I mean, understanding that path to profit or whatever that goal is, maybe you're right. not even there yet. Maybe you just want to get more eyes on your brand. You want to bring yep. more people into your world. So there are, you know, several different strategies that we mm-hmm. can use for ads. So we can use it to sell stuff for sure. Um, but we can also use it to just grow our brand awareness, just mm-hmm. drive traffic, bring people into our world. So that, I mean, getting really clear on what your initial goal is with your campaign, mm-hmm. that'll help to see where the ad falls in line with your strategy. So maybe you have, you know, your latest blog post or your latest video that you want to get more eyes in front of. You can put that into an ad and maybe your goal is just simply to begin to build up those warm audiences so that you can retarget them later and bring them into your paid offer or paid, you know, your sales funnel. Um, but you can do that with a relatively low ad budget and get a lot of results. So that could so be- So let, let's talk strategy. about that, yeah. actually, because I think that's one of the pieces that uh, even just working with my clients that a lot of people don't understand is, um, you know, we have putting our ads towards things that we're selling. And then there's putting our ads towards brand awareness, um, building our audience, building our community, um, and also creating that warm list that we can nurture and then retarget when we have something that's ready to sell. Um, This is a concept that I think a lot of people aren't taking advantage of. I feel like people are, are just creating the product and then putting ad dollars on it versus spending a lot of time. And maybe I'm totally wrong here. Um, versus like spending a lot of time trying to build an audience that feels warm and aligned, which you can do through ads. Is that something that like a lot of people are looking at or do they tend to just want to sell things? Yeah. I think when, when it comes to ads, most people go in with the mindset of I'm going to be spending money. So I need the ROI. And a lot of people, you know, in their business, you know, feel like they need that immediate return on investment. Mm -hmm. And that's why they have this like kind of short game mentality when it comes to ads, as opposed to this long, long game Mm -hmm. strategy. So with the long game, that's where, and we do this with our clients, like we are constantly driving leads into their funnels, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, we're promoting free content, whether it's their latest blog post, or um, I have a client that does like monthly educational videos. And so we'll run that, you know, just a small ad budget, but it's warming up those audiences Mm -hmm. so that we can retarget them for, to get them into the sales funnel. And usually that helps with the conversions. So Mm -hmm. we might see, um, so we like to build up those warm audiences so that we can retarget them with those other offers. Um, And we might see also that because we've spent the time, I mean, the goal is that we've spent the time building them up and nurturing that with ads, but then also getting them on the email list and nurturing them that way as well, that then when it comes time to promote things, and I've seen Mm -hmm. this with my own ads as well, that then my conversion rate is much higher as opposed to if I'm just like, oh, I'm doing a launch, let me just get people into my launch window. And then we usually see a lower conversion rate to the paid product. So spending that time and investment upfront to build up those warm audiences Mm -hmm. and build up the relationship with them is going to help you in the long game view. Yeah. I love that because I think that that's an approach that people take to a lot of different aspects of their business, whether it's like advertising or just your social media. People want the end result now. Like they want to get there right now immediately. And especially when they're putting money down, they want this. It's almost like they want the certainty of knowing that they're going to either get that money back, multiply it 10x or get it today. And, um, one thing that I've learned just through building my audience is 
it takes nurturing <laughs> to get Absolutely. people to warm up to want to buy from you. Yeah. I mean, and, and it does happen where sometimes, you know, we'll work with a client and we get the ad going and, you know, sales, ROI is all like immediate. Right. But when I look at those clients, they've been in business for years, building up their warm audiences, building up their organic audiences. Right. And so it's not like they just started usually, I think it's very rare. And this is, these are the stories we hear, right? Like I started my business yesterday, I turned on my funnel and then now I'm making six figures, right? Right. So we hear those, (laughs) but I feel like those are more the exception. Like Mm -hmm. usually it does take the long-term thinking and building up. And so with ads, that's where like, I mean, again, we, we don't, we don't want to spend money just to spend money either, Mm -hmm. but that's why I like starting with a small budget when we are starting off with building up those audiences um, and then scaling up once we are seeing that return. So um, that's the way that, that I approach it. I always start with a small budget, even if the client says like, I've got, you know, here, you've got this much to work with. We always start with a smaller budget and then scale up when we see things are working. Got it. And, and so why do you recommend going small at the beginning? Small at the beginning, just so that we, you know, we're, we're testing a lot of things. So Mm -hmm. we generally will test a bunch of different audiences and then a bunch of different versions of the ad. Mm -hmm. And then we'll kind of see like which combinations work well. And then we can turn off the ones that aren't working well. And then really like we can reallocate the budget to the ones that are working well, or we can use that leftover ad budget to then test new things. So it really depends on whatever budget we have to work with. Like a lot of my students, yeah. they're starting off with five, 10, $30 a day. So much smaller budgets than my clients who are, you know, paying for us to manage their ads. They're at a different place in their business. Right. Um, but I always like testing with a minimum budget that's going to get you enough results for you to actually see what's working. If you start with too right. small a budget, the algorithm is going to have a hard time optimizing and figuring out what's working. So the algorithm, uh, it sounds very technical, but basically yeah. <laughs> Facebook, is, Facebook knows very, it knows everything about us, right? And so right. it knows our behaviors. And so really they've got this algorithm that they have figured out how to prioritize what comes in our news feeds. And so they are going to serve up ads that they think are relevant to you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so when it comes to like knowing the algorithm, knowing what's Mm -hmm. going to be relevant to people, it needs data to see like once the campaign starts, once the ad gets pushed out, who's actually interacting with that ad, who's actually converting, who's taking the next step that we want people to take. The algorithm learns that and then it prioritizes showing the ads to people who are more likely to take that step, whatever you want people to do in your ad. Right. Yeah. And the, I think the testing piece is the piece that is so important because I've, I've also, so I've made a lot of mistakes with ads. Let's, let me just be real. <laughs> I've been on, on Facebook a long time and I've done a lot of different sort of campaigns, um, smaller ones, larger ones. And the testing piece was a piece that I didn't learn early on. And I was, it was almost like I was putting all my eggs into one basket and expecting it to work. And when it didn't work, I'd, I'd be upset. <laughs> and so now that I'm seeing the value of testing, for me, it's just like, why not? Like, why not try variations of different uh, images or graphics? Why not try different variations of the copy? The piece that always gets me though is the audience piece because I feel like there's so many, and I feel like a lot of people get stuck on this too. 
because there's so many options, right? There's like the option of you can upload your email list and target them. You can upload, you can target people who like your page, people who like and like your page and their friends, people that you just target specifically. Like there's so many options. And so I think uh, a question that I have, and I know my listeners will have is how do you know who to target? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love that you're asking this. Um, so I mean, we've to, to kind of simplify like the world of Facebook ads. Yeah. There are let's, three, let's get really simple. <laughs> okay. There are three key elements that need to work together in order for you to have success with your campaign. So, and success, I define success, like I'm hitting the goal. I'm achieving the goal, whether it's just, you know, more traffic to my blog post, more signups to my newsletter, my email newsletter, like more sales to my product, whatever the goal is. Right. Um, okay. So the three elements, we've already talked about them, but I want to, I want to, clarify. So the first one is the offer. So you mm-hmm. already talked about that, like testing different offers. Like what do my people actually want? Right. And then the second piece is getting that offer in front of the right people. So I'll come back to your question about the audiences. So that's selecting the right audience or audiences. And then the third piece is the ad. So the mm-hmm. ad is in all of it. And that's where we started this conversation right. is, is like, you know, people put so much weight on the ad, mm-hmm. but it's really all of this working together. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get your ad to stand out in order to grab the attention, get people to take the action that you want them to take mm-hmm. from the ad. But you've got to get the ad in front of the right people who want your offer. So that's why all three have to work. So if you're not getting success with your ads, likely at least one of those elements needs some tweaking. Maybe you just right. need to reposition your offer. Maybe you need to test a different audience or maybe test a different variation of the ad. And that's why I like to do a lot of testing. Mm-hmm. Our clients will give us the offer. Here's the offer. And then, and we might work with them on messaging around it. But then our job is figure out the right audiences mm-hmm. and figure out the right ads. So for your, for your question about the audiences, yes, we have a lot of different options, <laughs> which is one thing that I love about Facebook ads, but I right. know it can be kind of like, this is where we can get overwhelmed because yeah. we want to make sure that we're finding the right people. Mm-hmm. And with, you know, 2 billion people on Facebook every day and over it's, last I checked, over 500 million people on Instagram every day. Like we have a lot of people on right. there. We just need to get our ads in front of the right people. Yeah. So there are three main types of audiences. And mm-hmm. this, I mean, all of this that we're talking about is whether you're running a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad, you set it up in the ads manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same process and the same strategy process as well. So the first one is called what custom audiences. That's Facebook mm-hmm. term. Um, and those are the people who know you already. So like you were saying, like the people who like your page, the people who engage with your page, um, you can upload your email list mm-hmm. into Facebook and it'll find most of those people on Facebook as it turns out. Um, and then if you've got the pixel installed on your website, you can create an audience of people who visited your website. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get back in front of them, even if they didn't opt in to your newsletter. Right. So those are the custom audiences. The Second type of audience, which is my favorite type of audience, is the lookalike audience, Mm. which is where we tell Facebook, we select one of our custom audiences we've created. So let's say our goal is to grow our email list. We want to offer our lead magnet, find more people who are likely to be interested in our content and our world and all that we teach and share. So I will upload the email list into Facebook to make a custom audience. And then I'll say, Facebook, I want more people like those people on my email list because they're already interested in my content. I want to find more people who are also likely to be interested in my content. So 
it will, you have to put, pick a region. So for most of us, it'll be United States, at least for mm -hmm. most of um, my audience and my clients, United States. And then you say, okay, I want to create a lookalike audience of people who are like the people on my email list. Mm -hmm. So it goes out to the 220 million users in the US on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then it says, well, these people are most like the people on your email list. So right. they have same interests, kind of same um, activities, and and it does a really great job. So this is where we're putting the work on Facebook mm -hmm. to help us find more people who are like the people who are already interested in our content. So that's why the lookalike audience is one of my favorite audiences for growing the audience. Right. Okay. And then the third audience is the detailed targeting section of the create audience screen. This is where... Um, we can search for interests or other Facebook pages that might also have our audience, other you know brands, big brands right. out there, um, job titles, demographics. You can really create like an like an audience profile mm -hmm. um, using those keywords and and terms that come up as options in the detailed targeting section. And that's where a lot of people start with targeting when the goal is to grow their audience. But I'll do that. Um, I definitely test it with my clients, but most of the time we're spending more on the lookalike audiences, just because in my experience, when the goal is to grow the audience, those work the best. Um, right. If you want to retarget, as we've talked about, your warm audience, that's where you'd use the custom audiences and get back in front of those people. Right. So for, to make it even simpler. <laughs> yes. Yes. To, if we want to grow our current audience, then the lookalike audience feature is the best way to go. If we want to sell something, it would be great. It would be best for us to hit up like a warm audience. So that would be like option three. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for it's like, did I get that right? <laughs> yes. Okay. And so let's talk about like, you've got your sales funnel. Mm -hmm. So you're starting off with promoting your lead magnet. That is where I would test with the look like audiences, mm -hmm. because the goal is I want to find more people that don't, they're not as aware of me or, right. you know, my brand yet. They're not in my world yet. Um, I would start with lookalike audiences. Also, we test the warm audiences because why not? Mm -hmm. Excluding the people that are already on our email list or the people right. that have already bought from us. Yes. But um, so they, we would start the, the warm and the lookalike audiences there. And then maybe the detailed targeting audience, we might create one or two audiences there as well. Um, and then as they're going through our funnel, let's say our funnel is 10 days, then we can retarget the people in our funnel with our offer, the limited right. time offer, if it's going away or, you know, we're doing a launch and we want to make sure that everybody knows what's happening. We've got, you know, we're offering a discount or an extra bonus or whatever it is. Um, then that's where we retarget our warm audiences. Right. Because they've already experienced you in some way, shape or form because they downloaded your freebie, yes. your lead magnet, yeah. and they have that experience with you, which makes them want to trust you more, which makes them a warm lead. Exactly. Yeah. And the, I mean, this is, you know, very general terms. Right. There will be exceptions to the rule. Of course. So, um, cause I have, I have some clients where we are going straight to the sale with cold audiences and it's working well, but we didn't start, we didn't test that until later. We started right. with going straight to the sale with the warm audiences. So that would be a test for later on in our ad dollars and ad strategy. Mm -hmm. Once you know that everything else is working well, then I would, I would test that. Yeah. Okay. So for our listeners, because not everyone is going to be in a place where they can invest in an agency 
at this point. Um, and there are those who do. And if you do, then Monica is a great place to go. So <laughs> the link will be in the show notes. But for those of you who aren't ready to invest in having agency support or someone's support for you to create these ads, what's the best place for them to start? Because this, yeah. all of this can feel super overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I have, um, I have my online course called Flourish with Facebook Ads. And that's my paid signature program mm -hmm. where if you're like, I'm ready to just dive in and learn, I teach you all the steps and how to put it together. Plus I have coaching calls for my VIP members um, and Facebook group and just ongoing support so that you can get my eyes and ears on your campaigns. So if you're ready for that, like I'm all in, then that's mm -hmm. an option. But if you're just like, I kind of just want to understand a little bit more about like what this is, what's even involved, you know, what are the steps? Maybe I want to test it out on my own first. Right. Then I've got my um, Facebook ad starter kit, which is a free guide plus checklist, plus glossary. And that will start to like help you figure out like what all these terms that we've been talking about today. Yes. And then also like just thinking through how I plan my campaign. And I mean, this applies again to Facebook ads or Instagram ads or both. Um, and then the checklist will help you get really clear on your plan before you dive into the ads manager. So there's that as well. And then you can find that at monicalouie.com slash Ruby. Amazing. You're going to have that. I'm going to have that link in the show notes. Now, before they get that free guide, is there anything that they need to have ready or does that guide walk them through all the of it? The guide walks you through. So it walks you through thinking through your strategy um, and then figuring out which audiences you want to target figuring out your budget, um, and then also planning your ad. So that's what the guide will do. It'll help you walk through all of that. So then when you go into the ads manager, you're like, all right, I know what I'm doing. And because, I mean, I used to just like kind of be like, all right, we're going to put up a campaign today. Right. <laughs> but I like having a plan. So I like to think through everything, get everything ready, you mm -hmm. know, and then you're not like, oh, I've got to go figure out what image or graphic I'm going to use, or I'm going to yeah. go film a video for my ad. So I want you to have it all planned out and then you get into the ads manager. It's a whole lot quicker to just set it up. Oh, amazing. Because I know a lot of people get also don't know what to put the ad towards. Like if they're just starting out, okay, am I going to put this towards growing my audience? Am I going to put this towards one of my offers or one of my products? Where should I start? I've never done this before. What would you recommend? Would it be on selling something or on growing the audience? Yeah, I think I think it depends on where you are in business. Um, so if you've got a paid offer that's converting really well, mm -hmm. then or you know you've got a funnel that's converting really well, then I would start there. If um, you have like you have a blog post that is bringing in um, revenue from affiliate marketing, um, and you know you just drive more traffic to that, that's a really good place to test the waters. Or maybe it's just a blog post that maybe it's not making any money, but it is right. kind of like introducing your content, introducing the first step for your audience mm -hmm. before they're ready to kind of go down the path with you of learning more. Like maybe it's a big beefy article um, mm -hmm. that you know, like if I can get people, you know, in on this step to understand these things, then they're going to be ready for the next step, which is, you know, my lead magnet and then my paid offer. Um, so I would, I would start with the simplest thing that's going to, uh, get you results. So that's where a blog post driving traffic, that's a very simple campaign to set up. It's a very simple mm -hmm. ad to set up. So I like to recommend starting there if that works for you. Um, but again, it could be as simple as a video ad where, you know, I just have this video that I get more eyes on it and mm -hmm. 
Then I'm building that audience of video viewers, which is also right. a custom audience you can use. Um, and then maybe your call to action is to, you know, opt in for your lead magnet. So start as simple as what makes sense. Mm. That's my recommendation. Yes. Does that help? Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yes, that helps. And you mentioned something that we hadn't touched on yet, video ads. Yeah. Um, so I personally have had really great success with Instagram swipe up ads. Yes. I, I feel like that might be because I use Instagram regularly and people are used to seeing me in Instagram stories. I don't know. But when people are deciding between just like either a static ad or a video ad, what do you recommend? Like, what do you think offers a good ROI or is able to bring more people in? Yeah. So we always test. So when, when the goal is to grow the, the email list or get people into the sales funnel, um, or if we're promoting a webinar or something like that, then we will test a static image versus a video ad versus, you know, an Instagram story ad. Um, and, you, I mean, sometimes we're surprised, but a lot of times we find that, you know, a video or a GIF, even if it's just like a simple video or a little bit of movement that can help Mm -hmm. to grab attention and stand out. Um, but I would definitely, if your audience is on Instagram and even if you think maybe your audience isn't, because I have a client where, I mean, their, their target audience is 45 to 50 years, 54 year old males. Like that's mm-hmm. the bulk of who is purchasing from them. Right. And their Instagram ads are doing really great. And that's like kind of the opposite of the audience that you right. would imagine is on Instagram. So I would, I definitely say, you know, test it. Um, but I would definitely test like a short video if there's the call to action to opt in, especially right. if it's like a webinar um, where they're going to spend a little bit you know, more time with you as, as opposed to like a freebie. Mm-hmm. If they're going to um, spend time with you on a webinar, then you, and they're cold, then you want to build a little bit of that relationship so that they're mm-hmm. more like ready to spend that time with you because that's a little bit of a bigger ask than just like download my checklist. Right. So the bigger the ask, the more personal you want to make it. Yeah. And then also, um, the more ad copy you'll, you'll probably need as well to explain your offer as well. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, so I have a a few fun questions for you specifically. (laughs) Okay. What are, what's the biggest like horror story you've heard or experienced with Instagram or Facebook ads? Horror story. Like something just went really wrong or you witnessed something going really wrong. Oh, um, let's see. I've seen like not having the optimization, right? Right. And, um, so the optimization setting that's in the ad set screen, Mm -hmm. I've seen where that has been off and then the costs are just astronomical. So even if it's like a great ad, right. If you're not telling the algorithm how to properly optimize the campaign, that's where costs can just be thrown out of the water. And then you're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So make sure you're checking out that portion of your ad setup is the optimizing piece. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So for, you want to optimize if your op, if your goal is to opt in, you want to optimize for conversions. Right. And if it's a free offer, it's a uh, one day clicker view is what we use mm-hmm. because it should be a fairly quick decision if it's a free offer. They don't right. need a lot of time to decide. If yeah. it's a paid offer, then we do the seven day um, because they could take a little bit longer to make that decision. Mm-hmm. So getting that optimization window correct is really going to affect your results. And I've seen Got it. Um, 
yeah, I've seen, I've seen some, some bad things where I'm like, oh, if, if we had just fixed that piece, like that would have been, and this is with other agencies setting yeah. things up, but anyway, yeah, I know that there would have been different results had we yeah. had different settings. Got it. Okay. And what is the biggest success story that you've had with Facebook ads? Oh, you're like, I have oh. so many. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of fun ones. Um, yeah. What's so, a fun one? Um, okay. So, well, so I worked with Pat, um, uh, he was a coaching client actually. So I'm in his accelerator. He is now my coach, but before he was my coach, I mean, I, you know, followed him afar from afar, but then when I met him, then, um, he asked me to coach him on Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. And so we tested a whole bunch of different things because he really wanted to understand. He was just beginning to get into Facebook ads. And mm -hmm. this was a couple years ago. And he wanted to understand like, what, you know, all the pieces are of putting together a campaign, what different strategies you can do. So we tested a bunch of different things. Um, and so we did, so this is where Pat has, you know, if you know, Pat Flynn, he's been around a long time in mm -hmm. the online business space. He's got a yes. huge, very organic, warm audience. Yes. Right. And so we did this, um, he was doing a, uh, um, open cart for his course smart from scratch. And, um, so again, this converted really well because Pat has a very large and engaged audience. Right. Um, and so it converted like crazy. I mean, we had ads converting at $4.97 per sale, seven something per sale for his wow. $247 product. Yeah. So, I mean, that was amazing ROI on his ad spend um, just to his warm audience. And we were specific about who we were targeting. We didn't target everybody right. because he does have such a large audience that we wanted to get specific to who would be right for that product. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, that was the like one of the first times early on where I was like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. And, you know, just fun that I was able to help my mentor, Pat, get such great results. And then he could see the power of Facebook ads too. So yeah. that was a, that was a really like big honor and, and a fun experience. Yeah. And I love that you shared that example because it's important again, for people to see and understand that Pat did do the legwork at the front end to create and cultivate a warm audience and an engaged yeah. audience. And that's something that I think a lot of people can, I think it, how I've always taught it to my clients is like, it's really easy to grow your audience. Really. You can grow an audience overnight if you want. What's hard is to grow a loyal, engaged exactly. audience, right? And the loyal, engaged audience are the people who like really trust you, who are going to want to invest in what you put out, who are going to want to listen to your podcast episodes and look at your content. Um, and that's the goal. It's not even about the numbers, it's about how they relate to you. And Pat did a good job of that beforehand. So I love that you shared that example. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's kind of, you know, going back to like the, our very, like the first topic we talked about, right. it's like, you know, ads, you know, can definitely help with marketing and help get the offer in front of the right people. Mm -hmm. But, um, I never like, as an ads manager, I never like to take credit for my clients' successes because I know there's so much more that goes into it. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got to create the great product. They've got to create the great funnel. And we'll give them feedback on areas where we see that, you know, can be improved, but they're doing all of that. Plus they've got to nurture their people once they get into the funnel and once they, you know, get into the mm -hmm. world. So like, that's where like, 
I, you know, I love how powerful ads can be, but I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share. Like what's very important to me is like that it's not the only, like the only thing that's going to skyrocket your business. It can certainly help. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's why, like, I just feel so strongly, like I never want to take advantage or take, take, um, credit for my, uh, client successes because I know how much work they are putting into it. But, um, but it sure is fun when we, when we get to see those amazing results though, it sure is fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, and, and to our listeners, this is again, like what makes Monica different. Uh, I'm sure you can hear the authenticity in what she's saying um, and that she's really about the people and, and not just about the numbers. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And then Final question for you. What is like one thing that you wish people just understood about ads? Um, that it, I mean, really think of it as the long, the long, like a piece of your long game strategy. Mm. I mean, really the quickest way to waste money on Facebook ads is to spend money and then give up. And I've seen right. that. And that's been like heartbreaking too, where, you know, I've had clients that like, they, they needed that immediate ROI, but we knew that there were some testing involved. We knew that they, like we were making suggestions to tweak their funnel. There mm-hmm. were loads of things that we could have tested to get there. And we knew that we would get there, but just giving up, you know, too soon and not being fully committed to testing. And so if you're not ready for an ad, for hiring an ads manager, mm-hmm. test the waters on your own, test different things, be willing to tweak and test and don't get so emotional about the results. You know, just really look at it as like, you know, I'm problem solving. Like I grew up like really into Nancy Drew and, you know, like <laughs> yeah. my mom was always watching like, um, like, you know, Columbo and right. Matlock and like the, yeah. these mysteries. Right. So, so to me, that's, that's what it is. It's like, there's something that needs to be, you know, tweaked, mm-hmm. fixed. Like, and that's what I, that's how I look at business in general. It's just mm-hmm. like, if there's something that's not working and it's just a problem that needs to be solved or, you yeah. know, we need to get creative and, you know, come up with a solution. So the ads are no different. So, you know, just think about it in that way that it's, it's a piece of your marketing strategy, but don't give up because that's the fastest way to lose money. Mm, Love that. And that's like a really great place to end. Um, Monica, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on Facebook ads and helping to like simplify the whole realm of of advertising for people. Because I know just from experience how overwhelming it can be. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I love this conversation. It's so great to speak with you, Ruby. Thank you. And where's your favorite place to hang out if people want to come say hi? Online. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm on Facebook for sure. Right. <laughs> of course. Monica, but also, also Instagram is a lot of fun. Um, okay. so at flourish with Monica on Instagram. Cool. I'm going to have those links as well as the link to download Monica's Facebook ad starter kit for free in the show notes. So make sure you download that and connect with her. Monica, thank you so much. And uh, to our listeners, thank you for joining Monica and I on today's Thought Leader, where I am challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. If you dig this message from Monica and you want to connect with her, please do so. And if you have any questions, reach out to us on social media. You can find me at I am Ruby. And I will see you back here on Monday for a brand new episode of Today's Thought Leader.